Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Play Action Podcast is fueled by Picasso's Pizza, where every night is pizza night. It's probably do or die for the Bills in Miami Sunday night. We talk about whether Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs, and company are up to the task. The Bills' defense had four takeaways against New England. We'll talk about what they have to do against the Speedy Dolphins. And can the Bills either contain or keep pace with the fastest offense in the NFL? We dive into that. The Play Action Podcast starts now. The Bills are headed into Week 18, still uncertain of what the postseason will bring, and it could look quite different depending on what happens this weekend. Mark, let's talk through those scenarios. Yeah, I mean, it's basically uh, win and you're in great shape, lose, and the season is probably over. Uh, The the Bills, uh, if they lose to Miami, they need a loss by either Pittsburgh, which plays Baltimore on Saturday. Baltimore has nothing to play for, surely is going to rest players, and Baltimore just beat, put up 56 points on Miami. Who do you think Baltimore wants to win the AFC East? Or they need Jacksonville to lose at Tennessee. Tennessee will, I think, put up a fight, but the Bills can't bank on that. Uh, they, it's, it's probably, uh, if, the, you know, if the favorites win, uh, it's going to be win or go home. And I would argue... That is a completely justified, proper situation for this Bills team to be in. Uh, they deserve to prove it in the final weekend because they have pissed away four games. Jets, New England, Denver, Philadelphia. Uh, prove it. Prove it. Prove you deserve the number two seed. Yeah, it's not only win and you're in in that case, but it's win and you take a fourth straight AFC East title number two C chance to host some games. So it's, you know, more than just getting in, it's huge for those implications. I think what this game really comes down to, uh, it comes down to a lot, but a big question is which bills offense shows up in Miami on Sunday night football. Yeah. And uh, just to go back to your point, the number two, the, the great thing uh, for the bills is that given the games they've lost, they are in an unbelievable situation to take advantage of because if they're the number two seed, it is the easiest road. It is the most beneficial road they will have probably ever had, or at least since 2020, because they get they'd get either probably uh, Houston or Indy in the first round at home. They'd get Kansas City at home. They get to avoid Baltimore if they were to to get in as a wild card. They would have to go to Kansas City in the first round and then go to Baltimore, even if they were to sneak into the playoffs. So it is an advantageous route. Can the offense step up? Um, it's a you know fascinating situation. I don't. I do think that New England has a great uh, a, a, is a tough matchup because of how tough their defensive front is. 
and that was a problem for the Bills. Uh, New England and the Jets with their, you know, uh, bully front, defensive fronts give Bills problems. Um, so Miami uh, is not as tough up front as New England or the Jets. That's one yeah. issue. It was interesting talking to coaches after the game and the days after just about kind of the offensive line. They thought they did adjust throughout the game. But like you said, they had some troubles with that New England front and just what they were able to do, which made Josh Allen's job a lot harder. Um, You know, his numbers, not typical Josh necessarily. They got the win, which is what matters. Um, But it's very different than what we saw um, other points in the season for sure. Yeah, and just like you said, which which offense shows up, which Josh shows up. I mean, and Josh admitted he wasn't good. He wasn't good uh, against New England. Uh, the ball was just not spinning off my hand the way I felt I liked. He said after the game, uh, he you know the Gay Bills could have broke this game open. Uh, you know, with a deep post, uh, Stephon Diggs was wide open, and Josh didn't put enough air under it, overthrew him. Uh, so, you know, and then Josh makes the like chaos mode Josh fumble at the end of the game, which could have lost them the game. Uh, they were lucky to recover it. So Josh's uh, like the, you know, the Bills uh, defense uh, giving up leads at late in game. Josh, uh, likewise, his season will be defined uh, by how he finishes because he has been arguably an MVKB caliber player, except for some giant clunkers. Luckily, he matches up typically pretty well with the Dolphins. I forget the exact number off the top of my head, but um, so many of his offensive player of the week titles have come after playing Miami. Um, He's put up some crazy numbers against this team. So that at least bodes well for which Josh Allen will we get. And another big question going into the week is Stefan Diggs. I mean, he's gone 10 straight games now without a 100-yard game. Uh, his snap counts have been down the last two weeks. One thing to say about that is really his snap counts were up. I looked out through the first 13 games. He was playing 86% of the snaps. Last year, he played 77. The year before, 81%. Uh, so really, his snap counts are just down because of the Dallas game where they ran the ball, that was completely understandable. But then he took the big hit on the first play of the game from Derwin James against uh, uh, the Chargers, and his snap counts were down there, and they were down in this game. You wonder if he is uh, feeling it uh, a little. And so that's a big issue going into this game. Can do they need, you know, how much are they going to get out of Stefan Diggs? The Bills defense got four takeaways in the win over New England, and now the Bills defense has put up four good games in a row since its collapse in Philadelphia. Four good games in a row in a season in which nothing has been permanent. Can the defense, does it have it in itself to get five good games in a row? Catherine, what do you think? I mean, I think it's interesting seeing what they'll do against the Dolphins. Um, You know, I I think the defense has played really well lately, too. Like you were saying, they're different than the last time they played Miami, you know, both from an injury perspective. They've added Russell Douglas. Um, He had two interceptions against the Patriots, um, is here now. And like 
when they face the Dolphins back in October. So it's just the personnel is a little different, too, than when, you know, you jump back to that game all the way on, what was it, October 1st? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you got to like what the defense has done. Uh, You know, and Sean McDermott has dialed up pressure. They have 53 sacks, uh, third in the league. Uh, Terrell Bernard has just been sensational. Um, he has six and a half sacks, which I looked it up and I wrote in today's Buffalo news is the most sacks by an off the ball linebacker in team history. Um, you know, I, I, is the deep, is the pass rush as good as the 53 sacks suggests? I think I don't, you know, the number you are, what the numbers say you are, but I wonder about that. Uh, you know, it would be nice if Von Miller could uh, contribute a little. He was inactive. My guess is, is they're going to make him active uh, against Miami. But um, they're going to have to get some heat on Tua Tagovailoa. Uh, and, uh, you know, that's going to be a big, big element of the game. Yeah, I mean, Sean McDermott talks all the time, and so do players, about rushing coverage, working together for them to get those sacks. And, That's a little harder when your coverage comes against this Miami team. Um, How about that Ed Oliver interception, though? That is something I did not have on my bingo card headed into the game. Yeah, I mean, props to Brandon Bean, uh, really, uh, with this defense. Uh, uh, He pushed a lot of great buttons, Uh, you know, giving Ed Oliver a contract extension, uh, trading for Rasul Douglas at the trade deadline, uh, signing uh, Leonard Floyd uh, for a bargain. I mean, man, uh, uh, that's about as good as you could have hoped for. And and credit to Sean McDermott. He has manufactured <coughs> um, more pass rush with more creativity. Uh, and like you said, uh, Eric Washington, uh, uh, about the rush and the coverage being in concert, uh, talked at length about that uh, Monday night. So, um, but, you know, it's going to have to be up. I don't see them. Miami has the number one offense in the NFL. It's got to be a bend but don't break uh, approach here because they're not shutting down Miami. The Bills now travel to Miami for a much-awaited rematch between these two teams. Now, when they played back in week four, the Bills won 48-20. to Mark, I think at that time we thought kind of the Bills were going to run away with the rest of the season, and it got a little weird from there. Um, both of these teams have evolved since then. The Dolphins now sit at 11-5, and and this game means so much for both teams. Um, a little surprising after not what I would have predicted the Bills would be in this shape back in October, but here we are. Yeah, well, I mean, the Bills have frittered away more, have failed to close out more games than Miami. Um, Miami, I would argue, has been a little more consistent than the Bills. Uh, The Bills at their best have looked better than Miami. But here we are. Uh, And, you know, a big storyline here is uh, is injuries. Uh, The Bills are... The Bills aren't totally full strength for sure. Uh, uh, they don't have Matt Milano, but or Trey Trey White. But Miami has more injuries, so uh, you know they lost uh, Bradley Chubb uh, to a knee injury in Baltimore last week. They already were without their their second best pass rusher, Jalen Phillips. They didn't have Jalen Phillips in the first game, but now both edge rushers are out, 
of their top two edge rushers. Uh, Miami is third in the NFL, tied with the Bills with 53 sacks, but they are not the third best pass rushing team without both of those guys. Uh, they're also going to be without their second best. They're, they have two number one cornerbacks in Jalen Ramsey and Xavier Howard. Xavier Howard uh, injured last week in Baltimore. He's out. Ramsey is still in. Ramsey missed the first game in Buffalo. Howard played. So um, their offensive line has been uh, a little banged up. Although both starting tackles are good to go for this game. Uh, They had lost their star left tackle, Taron Armstead, early in the Bills game. So if you can keep all that straight, uh, the bottom line is the Bills are in a little better health than Miami going into the last game, but Miami still is, you know, has had an outstanding season. Yeah. I mean, you look at recency bias, they had that abysmal loss to Baltimore, but I think their season as a whole, they've still been really strong right before that loss, which was 56 to 19, very uncharacteristic for the Dolphins. Um, You know, they had recently, um, they beat Dallas, who's, you know, the Bills obviously played recently too. So you can compare some of those games, but I think you just look at this offense. That's where we can start with Miami. What stands out to you there, Mark? You know, I mean, it's the fastest offense in the NFL, uh, even with some injuries. Jalen Waddell is going to be questionable at best this week, but they still have Tyreek Hill. Uh, they still have Devin Achan, um, and who is leading the NFL in yards per carry. Uh, Tyreek Hill is really an MVP candidate leading the NFL in receiving yards. They are the number one scoring offense in the NFL, the number one yardage offense in the NFL, the number one passing offense in the NFL, the number one yards per carry team in the NFL. Um, it's there. It's legit. Yeah. So we talked already about which Bills offense will we see this week. That's part of why it's so important to keep pace with these Dolphins who are able to put up points over and over. Um, Tua's got the quickest time to throw in the NFL, which, you know, we talked about with the Bills defense challenges. You've got to be ready for that, too. So there's there's a lot that goes into this game that's going to make it such an interesting matchup outside of the obvious playoff implications for the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I think that if I, I'm confident uh, that the Bills offense can move the ball on the Miami defense, I think. <laughs> uh, I would feel a little more confident if Stefan Diggs was in a groove. He is decidedly not in a groove. Um, I think against a uh, Miami defense that is uh, actually ranked a little higher than, well, uh, Buffalo in yards is ninth uh in yards allowed, it's 22nd in points allowed. The 56-point game doesn't uh, help that last week. Um, but, uh, I, you know, the, the way uh, a Vic Fangio defense is going to defend, they do not want to give up the big play. So the Bills are going to have to be efficient, not beat themselves. Josh is going to have to be on point, uh, be patient, force the – I mean, really – uh, I, I, Fangio's defense forces the quarterback to be patient and the offense to be efficient. Can Josh be patient for a full game? We still don't know the, uh, we still can't definitely definitively say the answer to that is yes. Uh, and, um, we're going to find out it's a, it's a really a season defining game, uh, 
in some ways for, for Josh and the offense. Yeah, so no pressure, just a season-defining game on the line. Um, we'll have all your coverage, though, leading up to that from the game in Miami as well. Make sure you're reading buffalonews.com and subscribing here wherever you get your podcasts to find out what happens and why in this big matchup between the Bills and the Dolphins. Treat your team to the most flavorful pizza on game day at Picasso's Pizza. Four great Western New York locations, Williamsville, West Seneca, Lancaster, and Blaisdell. Picasso's, we are Buffalo's pizza since 1980. Order online today at picassospizza.net. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.